Everyone has dealt with awkward situations. The slightly awkward introductions, that awkward moment when someone crashes a conversation when you are bitching about them. Those really bad awkward situations where you wish the earth would just open up and swallow you. As someone who defines myself as socially awkward, I thought I would make a podcast about some of the weirdest situations I have accidentally created so that other socially awkward people can feel better about themselves. So going on to story number one. So wedding season has always annoyed me. The idea of having to attend more than one wedding within a month is just plain bothersome. Why should I dress up? I'm not the one getting hitched. Why should I have to meet all these random relatives who ask the strangest questions? Do you remember me? I met you when you were two. I don't remember what I had for dinner last night. How? And why would I remember seeing your face when I was two? Some of these leaving questioners just don't know when to quit. They prod you till you give them a satisfactory reply. If you say that you know them, then you have to explain when you last met them, their relation to you and where they are from. If you say you don't know them, you still have to fill all the aforementioned questions. A wise person once said, failing after trying is better than the regret of not trying. Pinterest reminds me of this quote every alternate day, and I've come to the conclusion that it may have been hacked by my mother, who believes I should be trying things instead of avoiding it. Once an elderly lady asked me if I knew who she was. I usually try and avoid answering the said question unless I'm 90% sure of the answer. I would often cross-check it with my mom before blurting it out. If I guessed correctly, my parents would heave a sigh of relief, or if I made a mistake, they would immediately try to laugh it off or apologize, promising to wish, visit them occasionally so that our family bonds could be maintained. Frankly, there are too many people at Indian weddings to get to know each one of them. Most icebreaker sessions feel like swiping through a Tinder profile. Name, age, and then you decide if you want to deal with the said person or not. Anyway, I was now stuck in this position wherein I had to guess who this old lady was. My mind was running haywire going through different files of information, trying to get the get to the unused, mostly useless, storage space of information on extended family relations. I finally got a link. My grandmother's youngest brother, Charyan, was someone I knew well enough. When I was a small child, he used to come home on one-day visits a few odd times throughout the year. These sporadic visits were thoroughly enjoyed by me as I, because of a guarantee of chocolate supply. People who get you chocolate once in a while belong on the nice side of the family list. The last time I had visited Cherry Apichin, Apichin meaning grandfather as I call him, I remembered meeting this lady. She was their neighbor. She had been alone at home, so we didn't stick around for too long and had just inquired after her children. So I took a deep breath and confidently said, you live next to Cherry Apichin. The old lady seemed a little shocked. Then my parents and grandmother seemed shocked. Finally, my grandmother giggled to break the awkward silence. My mother hid her embarrassment and explained that the lady in question was my grandmother's sister-in-law. She was my grandmother's other brother's wife. So Raju Pichin was a familiar enough face, but he was always MIA whenever we visited his house. Hence, I had never associated his wife's face to his. It had never crossed my mind that these two brothers were neighbors. I had 
overheard enough adults only family conversations to know they weren't on the best terms with each other so i had safely assumed that they would be staying away from each other the problems between them weren't that problematic just a bit of jealousy which caused both of them to call and complain about each other to their older sister the irony of it all was that my grandmother was actually their stepsister and they were pure blooded siblings if you can if you could call them that i guess the closeness was just because my grandmother being 7 or 8 years older than them had practically helped raise them they realized only after my grandmother got married that they were step siblings but at the end of the day they are family flaws and all the incident despite being an embarrassing one led to rajo pitching visiting home more often so now i can't mess that one up i still find weddings and crowds to be annoying not having the freedom to express yourself freely because of social constraints is always a negative when i say that i mean the inability to turn up to a wedding in jeans and a t-shirt the idea of people watching and dissecting every aspect of your behavior is something that bothers me that is not a mere paranoia and i know that because people seated around you are busy dissecting others why oh why is that girl wearing that it makes her look fat didn't her parents have any sense or something like i heard the bride's family had to pay 50 lakhs in cash another 10 in gold so much money they caught in the food doesn't even have enough salt these conversations are repeated over and over at every single wedding crowded weddings are overrated what is the point of calling in everyone from the constituency's mp to the chai vendor next door who you never spoke to otherwise just so you can be inclusive Inclusion should be from the heart and expressed through everyday actions, not just on the big day. So that was awkward situation number one. I hope you enjoyed hearing that, and I hope I can come out with more content like this. I mean, I know I have enough content for this because, well, I am a socially awkward person. But then, I hope you enjoyed hearing that. Thank you for listening. Tune into Random Lines for more funny stories.